Welcome back to the Don't Judge Me podcast. And you're today with Sir Nigel, House of the Wave Files from the Dark Grey Triad. Always looking left because I'm not right. I'm here today with my main man with the master plan. Who is also not right. Yep, not right either. That makes us compatible. That makes us wrong because two rights are equal <laughs> and a wrong today. Going with it. Yeah. Yep. That's me. Wrong. Dejel Negro. Did I say that right? No, I didn't. I said it backwards, dude. I said Dejel Negro. You know, you're keeping it spicy, keeping people on their toes and making sure Damn. people are aware that they're listening. That was this dyslexic speech happening in real time. I'm Jay Don't Negro. And first and foremost, thank you for listening to the Don't Judge Me podcast. It is absolutely your pleasure to make our acquaintance. Since you're listening to the sound of our voice right now, that lets me know that you at least partially appreciate us. We appreciate the partial appreciation, but you can take it a step further. You can leave us a voicemail. You can send us an email. You can reach out to Sir Nigel on WhatsApp. You can do a lot of other things, but those are three we really care about. So our email address is don'tjudgepod at gmail.com. Our phone number is 410-834-1562. And our WhatsApp is Don't Judge Me Podcast. I have been using WhatsApp recently with a friend who was out at sea. I forgot I had it. So she sent me a message and I was like, oh, this thing is still turned on. She explained to me she would have got charged. Otherwise, if she used the phone. So WhatsApp it is. I say that to say you international listeners out there, and I know you're out there. I can see the demographics. Use it. Won't cost you a thing. Unless you're in one of those countries where it might cost you your freedom or your life. Then don't use it. Just like us from afar. Because we shall proceed to continue to judge in life. With that out of the way, Sir Nigel, did you have anything nice to say this week? No, nothing nice. Nothing nice? Me either. So we're going to go into a voicemail. Here we go. Balls are just dick titties. Wow, that that's amazing. Anyway, what's up, fellas? This is Jay, hashtag Blackout Podcast. Just listening to your episode while I'm doing some yard work. Anyway, that, that title just caught me, and I'm, I'm wondering now if balls are dick titties, do women look at balls the way men look at titties? So, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty interesting, interesting thought. But, uh, yeah, speaking of balls, balls, uh, have you guys heard of the testicuzzi? I just finally, I saw this online and showed it to my wife and she's like, ooh, Father's Day gift. And I'm like, no, um, no, this is just, uh, I don't know what kind of foolishness this is, but have you heard of the testicuzzi? I guess it's like a hot tub for your balls, and, you know, I'm kind of considering it now, but I don't know. Maybe. Don't judge me for it, but, yeah. Anyway, this is Jay, hashtag Blackout Podcast. Love to hear your thoughts on the testacuzzi. Would you get one? Would you accept one? Anyway, later. Blacking out. Sir Nigel, would you accept a testacuzzi? No, I'm sorry. Is it a testacuzzi? Uh, Balcuzzi, I think. Ball koozie, testa koozie, ball koozie. 
would you accept? Tuskegee is a more expensive version. <laughs> it, it's the gold-plated one. It's, yeah, it's exactly. Got, it's got uh, push-button technology. Yeah, um, and, and you can connect it to your phone. <laughs> of course. It's smart. The Tuskegee is smart. It's yeah. a smart Tuskegee. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you accept one as a gift? Oh, hell yeah. I'd take one as a gift. As I'd I try it out. As I was listening to him say it, I was like, but am I supposed to like it? If so, give me two. Well, that's what my thing is, right? Like, I, I think we actually covered um, the Balkuzi um, probably like a year ago um, in my four whys. And, um, like, I, I would love it if uh, I wouldn't trust the electric version. I would need a battery. Mm-hmm. But even then, I feel like the battery wouldn't do it justice, right? Like, I mean, I feel like... You wouldn't get the, the, the pulsating vibrations and bubbles that you would need. No, but I mean, to spice up your love life, you can maybe throw a bouillon cube in there, right? And, you know, <laughs> spice up your nuts. You know what I'm saying? My baby done work. You know, maybe you put some pineapple juice in there or something. You know what I'm saying? Just have it, you know, fuck it. I mean, it's a gift, right? You ain't you going to keep that junk. I don't know what pineapple, just, <laughs> pineapple juice does to j- jacuzzis. I'm assuming nothing good. <laughs> One hit a quitter. You got some, uh, you know, delectable nuts. <laughs> And uh, yeah, make it make it good for your girl. Treat her. You know what I'm saying? Treat her for treating you right, like a king that you are. Wow. Uh, what What about if you wanted to give her a seafood boil and throw some old bay and lemon in there or something like that? You know, what type of bitch you dealing with? <laughs> if your girl like a if your girl like a, a Joe's Crab Shack nut sack, then yeah, by golly, throw some throw some taters in there. <laughs> Get some crawfish and throw your nuts in there to to uh, to add that Mm-mm, goodness. Mm. And uh, his first, but we're addressing the second question is: Do women look at balls like we look at titties? Generally, uh, I'm gonna say I don't know, not a woman. But I will say that this week, women have been going crazy for a naked man on the internet. Uh, Sir Jesse Williams, formerly of Grey's Anatomy. There is oh, footage yeah, of his that. his naked ass on the internet, and the women are acting like they have no morals, no shame, no class. No, you just saw this. Heathens. I mean, you see it too, and like you know, you get a good-looking criminal. They'd be like, mm, "He could he could stay at my house on bail." And it's like, bitch, what? But I've also said some crazy stuff too, though. So I mean, but I don't know. I mean, like I think I feel like yeah, if See, like, imagine, though, right? Paint the picture. Mm. See a young lady. She looks very attractive. Maybe it could be an Instagram baddie, right? You get up closer, and her hair looks like a willow pad on her chest. You're not going to want to look at those. No. Yeah, so no. you got a manscape. Ah, see where you got going with Then maybe the girl might be like, damn, that's some smooth nuts. Your balls <laughs> have to be smooth, <laughs> smooth as eggs. Is that chicken so bouillon? You have Is this flavored with nuts? Pamper your balls in the ball koozie. Mm-hmm. And then get a haircut. What, yeah. what if you? What if we got a shape up on your balls? Just a sharp line, yo, etched look, around look, your junk. Look, I bet you nobody else got that junk. She gonna remember your nuts for the rest of your life. Mm. Mm. You'll be a topic of. You will live in her mind rent free. What if she tape? What if you got it tapered from the base on up so it's like a fro, on but it's blended really nice. Yo, that's impressive. That's impressive. That should be like some sort of master class at this point. <laughs> how to how to how do you how to give your nuts a fresh 
a fresh Caesar and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, let me, let me fade that jump. I'm going to use some Beijing to fill mine in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when she comes back with the warm towel, she's like, dang, your nuts look good. Yeah, bitch, I know. <laughs> it, it, it takes a ball, a ball koozie for a woman to be all up in your junk. Like, we are all up in titties. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Ball koozie. Like I said, make it make it happen. You know, make sure that, you know, your lady uh, knows you care for her because you care for yourself by pampering. That That is legit. That is definitely legit. Uh, so, Jay, appreciate the voicemail. Look forward to hearing more from hashtag. It's all family here. But right you know, now. You know what, that? though? Wait, real quick, because you mentioned you know, uh, uh, Blackout Podcast. You know, what's up with a hooks rub and nuts? I mean, let's get a let's get a spice mix, man. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming there's going to be like rub, a, hooks, man. rubs, and nut sacks. Is that Yo, what you I, say? We can have a whole nother line. You know what I'm saying? For the for the for the uh, for the client whose palate is sophisticated enough for you. I don't know. That's a bad slogan, but mm. I would you know educate me. I said bouillon cube. I mean, I'm sure there's something better. That's a lot of sodium. Like, oh, I feel yeah. like it can't be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's already man. salty nuts, right? Then you add the sodium on the bouillon, you probably give it a bit. I mean, motherfucker probably just die oh, of sodium man. overtake. High looks, blood pressure, just drop. Looks rubs and nut sacks. Got it. Well, Jared, you've been challenged. Here it is. You and Jay figure something out. But we're going to figure out this gentle judgment. So if you would, Sir Nigel, please. Yeah, uh, so you get the, not the full wrath of our judgment, but just a little bit. Just Almost dipping the balls in a little bit. Dipping the balls in, you know what I'm saying? Um, like a garnish, if such. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I read this thing, and I thought it was interesting. Data idea. You and your, your your significant other go out and pick a fight and see how well you guys do together as a team. <laughs> or you can just go to an escape room, however. you know. Oh, yeah, no, that's even worse, I feel. This is a fight. I mean, you probably, you know, depend on the couple <laughs> say might might win. But escape room, I seen I seen really close friends. Oh yeah. Friendships yeah. ended off yeah. of escape room, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the one. That's that's the how one you that test really a friendship. Yeah. Uh, that's how you test a friendship right there. What if what if you and you and your date pick a fight with a couple and you're winning your fight against the guy and she's losing to the woman? Do yeah, you help? Her. Do you help? Uh, mm. Nah, not in this day and age. You're on your own. And uh you're by yourself too. Good luck. <laughs> I'm gonna finish if, this. I'm gonna finish this up and I'm gonna head home. But what if you're losing and she's winning? Yeah, I, I decided to pick this endeavor. So <laughs> I'm gonna take this L and uh hope you leave so I can lie to you when we get back. Oh, what after if, you left, I turned it around. <laughs> what if you didn't like drag literally through the street? Like he beats you up, knocks you down. Starts to grab on you and like rips your drawers off from under your clothes or some shit like like beating the snot out of you, beating you up. Like, I'm, what do I'm, you do? I'm gonna call rape at that point. I'm I'm, a, I'm see this man. This man took my drawers. Like, I'm 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 a, I'm gonna swing it. <laughs> swing it for the fences. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I gotta hey, do whatever. Hey, look, I didn't want none of this, <laughs> and hope nobody caught it on camera. He be like, she started it. She started it. Yeah, be like on tonight's news. Local man files cl- false claim because he got his ass whooped. <laughs> you just see a picture of me like no it's gonna be like an old picture too like a like a like a me in high school because you know 
Well, actually, no, because they got to make me look bad. So it's going to be like a pr- present day picture, mm. like COVID Nigel. And it's going to be like this man right here. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, he was totally guilty. I saw this video meme that made me think of you and your mom. This guy was going out to cut his lawn. He says he wears a fake ankle monitor so his neighbors won't talk to him. And I was like, yo. I seen that. That I actually is, thought that was a good idea. <laughs> that is the Nigels all the way. Yeah, totally. Like, I don't want you talking to me. There's no reason to. And half the time I do yard work, I wear headphones, and I swear every time it's like, hey, what you doing over there? And it's like, we, we haven't talked in the 20 years I've been in this house. Why is it now that I have had headphones in? You want to talk to me? Because it's important. I got, I got something to tell you. Yeah, okay. Like, one so, guy literally asked me, like, you cut all that today? Well, I mean, yesterday when you were here, it was here. What, now it's not here. So what'd you I, see yes. yesterday? What'd you see now? Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, like yes. some of the time those All dumb today. questions just kind of set me off. It's like, yo, are you serious? This yeah. is completely on brand for today's show. Not on purpose, just turned out that way. Dicks be sending me emails talking about fine lower prices. We'll match it. I don't like it. It feels like solicitation. I don't like that dicks be sending me emails. Mm-mm. Yeah, I wouldn't like that either. It 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 feels inappropriate. Oh, it definitely is. Dicks shouldn't be communicating with me or anybody else. No. Nah. And, and I feel like they also kind of, you know, kind of like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> we'll find find lower prices. We'll match we'll like, match it. Like, That's some whole shit. Like, wait, we'll wait match, a second. We'll match the dicks you find. <laughs> like, which? No. That's some whole shit. Like, wait a minute, daddy. How much she charging? No, zaddy. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. And I also think in this day and age, dicks should just change their name to Harry's or Robert's. Or something yeah. like they, they don't need to be dicks. Why are they dicks? I've never looked up as I'm sure it's someone's name, but we also know that Dick's real name is Bob or Thomas or whatever. Probably not, that's probably Longhorn Foghorn. I mean, who knows? It's probably somebody, it's probably from a line of not dicks, but you know, somebody and they just like let's be funny. Let's uh, let's name this that, shit. Exactly. Dick's let's be funny. Man. That let's be funny. That's exactly what it is. Let's be funny. Yeah, Cut, it out, exactly it Cut it out, Cut it out. Make it stop. Well, speaking of dicks, and I guess the blood that goes to them, Red Cross. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. That was a stretch. Um, so I recently read a post, and this is apparently true. Um, so Red Cross, you know, they collect blood. They, mm-hmm. You know, people who want to donate blood. They sell the blood to the hospital mm-hmm. for like $150. And then the, then the hospital charges you for transfusions. Now, given the price progressively goes up as... It goes through this pipeline, 150 to the hospital and up to $6,000 in California for the transfusion, right? I'm almost like, y'all, if I ever needed one, I might just sit outside of a truck and be like, yo, I pay you $150 now. <laughs> like, just, just hit me. Just hit me right, hit me hit me right here. Just, yo, make up, some, make up some calls, right? Like, hey, uh, we're doing a donation drive in the parking lot of the hospital. Could you come out here? And I'd be in the parking lot, like, yeah, I lied to y'all. Give me some of that A blood real quick. I need, I need a hookup. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't trying to pay that six thousand dollars. They're trying to hit me inside. Costs a lot to live, man. Yo, but that's how they try to justify. It's like, well, you know, uh, you know, the cost only covers like ninety nine percent of the, uh, the, the for the workers and all the you know equipment. And the hospital's like, well, we got staff, we got to pay. And I'm like, yeah, but what? 
that free blood is costing me six thousand dollars. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I didn't know that. I, you know, I never thought about it either because it never made sense. I mean, like I never thought about how hospitals get blood. I just assume they empty dead people. I don't know why. <laughs> I just don't know where blood came from. Uh, <laughs> like now I know that the chain goes from you donate it to them being able to make a profit off of it potentially. I don't like it. This is like with uh, like you know like you go to a grocery store and they're like, oh, do you want to donate? Uh, I found out later that they write those d- donations yeah, off. Yeah, it's a tax, tax write off. Yeah, yeah, but I don't get that. But yet the the cost in the store goes up. I mean, it's just, like, it's just like whenever you go to a, anywhere and they like, do you want to donate to the Red Cross when on yeah. the lower the screen? And if you donate, you're giving them a tax break. Yeah, and then you don't get any benefits. You don't in get the to store. claim that. I don't get I don't get any like all right uh, since you've been a loyal customer and you've donated a couple of times here's a free pack of chips or some shit like you ain't gotta give me the a, give me the twenty five cent chips it's just the effort it's just the awe or right, here's some bakery goods that we're gonna throw away good looks here's a muffin well, I mean you, you can think of it like this you can think of the Red Cross as like Goodwill you donate to Goodwill another customer comes and buys I don't know a dress shirt for a dollar eighty nine cents. And then resells that dresser on eBay for like ten dollars. Yeah, but the thing with Goodwill, because you know I go there often. When you donate, you could write that shit off on your. Taxes. Yeah, you get this. You get the sheet. You get to fill it out yourself yeah. and lie. So it's whatever. Yeah, yeah, but you can't do that with blood. <laughs> I guess not. Hey, you, you gave a cup. It, now I a, gave a gallon. <laughs> it's the spirit of giving. It's the spirit <laughs> yeah, I of giving. Guess. I guess. I mean, hopefully, you know, what I'm saying blood helps somebody out there somewhere, but. I'm telling you, if I was ever, if I'm ever in the hospital, I'm making up a drive. I'm like, yeah, uh, little Jimmy is selling Girl Scout cookies, and we're doing a drive. I'm gonna be out there in a, my my ass out in my gown. Hey, what a, <laughs> which what one a, of y'all got my blood at this drink? What a badge you drew on the back of your discharge papers mm-hmm. <laughs> and marker, yeah, yep. talking about uh, little Jimmy's Girl Scout Look, donation blood drive. I'm telling you right now, I can go on Instagram right now and find an RN. I'll say that right now. She can help me. Mm-hmm. It'd be it's like almost like that. What was that? A Kevin Bacon, you know, six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. I bet you I can find an RN within six people, and I could I could get me a, a, a some sort of hookup where I can get oh. uh, 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 some some uh, high exclusive uh, blood. <laughs> it can happen. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking to a coworker today, and they told me they weren't feeling well. But they know a nurse, so they didn't have to do what most people have to do. So yeah, what you're saying is absolutely true. Where there's a will and one hundred fifty dollars, there's a way. Oh yeah. I have a little gentle judgment for this. Um, I wish y'all niggas never learned the words narcissist and generational wealth because it's all the fuck y'all ever talk about. Okay. Every time I'm on the internet. Someone is calling someone else a narcissist, and on the other side of the street, all they want to talk about is generational wealth and how they're going to break curses and stuff like that. And it's just like, all right, all right, all right. You learn some words. You like the use of these words. They make you feel a way. But that is literally all certain groups of people talk about on the internet. This person's a narcissist, narcissist, and I'm trying to establish generational wealth. I need more. I need, I need to see more. Narcissists aren't generally narcissists that are being called narcissists. A narcissist is a clinical term. Like by definition, this is something that is uh, not designated, but designated by a clinician, someone with some letters behind their name. Just because 
you see signs in a person and they're selfish and you can see this from whatever they display to you over the internet doesn't make them a narcissist just because they're mean doesn't make them a narcissist just because they're selfish doesn't make them a narcissist they're shitty people true they may not always be shitty they can have a shitty moment well the story that someone's telling you about them is is a shitty story doesn't make them a narcissist and you can have hopes and dreams and you're working towards things and you have a grand scheme and an idea and you started this and you're working towards that and you save this and your hopes are for generational wealth. Honestly, it takes such a head start to get generational wealth. I don't know how you're going to do it. No, not sounds good. Age. It's, it's easier back in the day when you it, could, it, it when there weren't good. taxes and you can pillage during the war kind of even. Um, had slaves even let's, let's, that helps it. that's that's yeah. part of that head start so like now working a nine to five in any type of nine to five job it's almost damn near impossible to do generational wealth unless you hit the lottery or live in a condo for your whole life eating ramen every day like you 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 may have that potentially you can create a business or some sort of um idea that you can make money off of and then you can leave money for your children. But leaving money for your children's children, however you plan on, on making that happen, that is beyond hard. You need old money for that. And right now, whether you have a job and you're starting a business or you started a business and it's doing its thing, you need a lot to have generational wealth. And I don't know how it's going to happen. I yeah. wish you all the best, but that man is not a narcissist and it's going to be real hard. I mean, real hard to establish generational wealth. Good luck to everybody, but I'm tired of seeing that shit. Learn some new words, people. So, um, I was going to do another one, but it been a weird transition, so I'm going to skip and go to the other one. Passenger with no idea how to fly plans aircraft in Florida. Pretty much this is a scenario. Um, hey, pilot's gone down. He has a medical issue. Uh, don't know how to fly. Help me out. Where are you? Don't know because I don't know how to fly. Help me out. So this uh, the, the guy at the tower, who used to be a, a teacher, walks him through what he needs to do. Do this, do that, do this, do that, do that, do this. They land the plane. Totally okay. Problem I have, and the gentle judgment I have is, let's let's talk about the tower guy. Like this man's a, a really good teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this man literally is not in the plane and is able to walk this man through landing it. And the guy who landed it, yes, to his credit, he followed directions and he did the job. But let's give some credit to the tower guy. <laughs> like if he didn't know what he was doing, you would have been shit out of luck. They he hired that to. person that wasn't qualified for the job. he needs to license his name and likeness and open a bunch of pilot schools because my guy made it happen. Uh, Salute to everybody involved. I get lost in thought. I'm sure up there I would have been laser focused. However, I don't know how to fly, land. What the fuck am I doing? I'm surprised we we haven't immediately started to dip as the pilot. (laughs) Like, I'm just, you want me to do what? Okay, 
made it safely. Cool. But yeah, the the, the guy in the tower is a superhero. Yeah. The guy who landed like, the plane is just a hero. It was one of those like smaller planes, too. It's not like a 747. It's like a, a single blade, little baby plane, maybe like 15, 20 people on it, maybe, maybe more, 30 people. And it's like, I know right now, let's say if I was on that plane, right? And they were like, the pilot went down. Anybody want to take a stab at landing this? I'd be like, well, that's it. <laughs> you just pull down the bag with the mask and stuff. And just yeah, like, I just, uh, that's it. I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm turn, turn my phone off for airplane mode. I'm going to see what I can get. You know what I'm saying? I think I can call a couple people before we hit the ground, right? Like, all right, well, hey, I'm going to do a, a bro, Instagram live feed that I've never done before. I'm going to be like, hey, hey, y'all, I'm on this plane. They asked me to it's your boy. We about it's to, your boy. We about uh, you can crash. like and subscribe, but I ain't gonna be there to see it. Um, this is probably my last entry, my first and last entry. Um, you know what I'm saying? Big up to your boy. Funeral services next week. See y'all there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Probably there do my old a... my old joke. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you you, you finish. You finish. Now I was gonna say I'll do my old joke. If I don't see you at my funeral, you won't see me at yours. <laughs> <sighs> There was a there's a story last week about a flight leaving from Heathrow, London, maybe, flying to the US that had to turn around in midair because the pilot wasn't certified to fly that flight. And he announced it over the intercom. Sorry, folks, we're gonna have to turn around because I didn't pass the test to take this flight right now. What I would have been like, we have mechanical issues. He, Fuck y'all. Like, like, I am not he said I am not qualified to fly this route. It was like, wait, we're in the air you, now. You tell us. I mean, in theory, though, I feel like I mean, like I guess there's certain like wind patterns and things like that you gotta kind of be aware of. But like, I feel like the, you know, going up and landing it has to be universal, right? Like, I, I feel like it's not harder in a certain state than another state. Well, in the United Kingdom, they have three tests to take this particular flight. In the United States, they only have two tests, so he didn't take his third test. But the thing that baffles me is, so how was he scheduled to be the pilot for this flight if he wasn't certified? Like, there's oh yeah, he probably he probably is just like no, nah, they. Won't it's not pass. like you just filling in shifts, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know how they assign pilots to flights, but I feel like there's some checks and balances that were missed there. Yeah, oh definitely. He took off, son, and they were. Then it was like, oh shit. I'm not qualified to fly this <laughs> flight. Uh, uh, AR seven one three. Um, is that Ron in the pilot seat? Yeah, bring your ass back. <laughs> well, you know you ain't got no goddamn degree. Yo, for this. you ain't know you supposed to be out there. You know you didn't. You pass talk about, that about you proficient in Excel. <laughs> Boy, yo, get your name wrong. Come on, bring your ass back, Ron. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's my turn. You know, my turn. I'm going to say this. <clears throat> I feel like if people skipped more often, there would be more happiness in the world. And I literally mean skip like you're jumping rope and skip like you're a child. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. I used to skip all the time. And the reason I feel like there's more happiness in the world is how can you be upset when you're skipping? You really can't. I used you, to, uh, that'd be my go-to move, actually. It, it, skipping is only followed by one thing, glee. You can yeah. only be gleeful. Gleeous. Is that a word? No. Who cares? It is now. Gleeous. Whilst you're skipping. I'm going to need everyone listening to the sound of my voice to just skip for like eight to 12 seconds and feel your life getting better at this very moment. Bitch frolic. I need everybody to frolic. 
I do want to leave the caveat that don't judge me is not liable for any ligament tears you might have as a result of you trying to skip your yeah. unathletic ass up yeah, and I was down just about the road. To say that. The only reason why I don't skip as much now because my stomach moves too much. Now I'm like, yo, you know what? Uh, I'm good. But I will say I'm, I'm happy until it's like, all right, I think I just hit myself. I just <laughs> I, I, I injured myself. My, uh, mm. <laughs> I used to skip all the time. Whenever I was like hanging out with a young lady, and like she got like mad at me because I said some joke that went too far. As always, I was like, "Come on, let's skip," and I just start skipping. <laughs> and it was like the glee transferred for me to her, and it was like, "I, I can't be mad at you." Glee is like, occasion, like yeah, skipping. I'm trying skip people. And you know, you know skip. me. Yeah, I was selling it. You know, I I put the extra little. You know, how Bama's be like too too into it on the cha cha slide and shit. Oh, that's like, you on oh, skipping. Ah, uh. <laughs> like you know what I'm, I'm snapping shoulders like ah uh. Uh, skip, skip, skip. Fucking my shoes up and everything. <laughs> All for love, player. I see All you, player. All for love. All yo. for love. Yo. Um, wait a second. Oh, okay. I went down too far. So my last one, which is the one I didn't know how to segue to and still don't. Given how much porn is on the internet, you've probably jacked off to a dead person. <laughs> Gentle judgment. <laughs> Y'all nasty motherfuckers out there. It's like, I probably did too. <laughs> I don't research these joints. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Think about that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You ever notice um, how you can see a photograph and the photograph could just be of the side of a building and you'll be like, I know that building. I know what that is. That's on this oh, side of town. It won't think, be anything. It'll be the side of the building, not a window, not an archway, not anything. You can recognize the side of a building and know exactly where it is. Like think, other towns and cities don't use brick and cement. Oh, yeah. And no, sand. I Actually, I think we had this conversation two, no, maybe three years, maybe four years at this point ago. No, three years ago at this point. Um, we were looking at someone's Tinder page, and you and me both was like, I know that fucking apartment. <laughs> we're, we're both were like, yo, that's the joint over. <laughs> we're both were like, it was like instantaneous. It was like, yo, that's the joint over by, I forgot where it was, like Lake Harbor or whatever. I was like, yeah, that's, that's got to be the spot. And we like pretty much already knew where this girl lived based off of her, the angle that she took the picture. Mm. And it was just too funny because it was like, Damn, like that's a little stalkerish, but you know, what I'm saying? it's not our fault that some buildings just have that unique. Look just, to it. You just look at a building, like I know that church. Yeah, I know what? that joint. I know look like this. What do, what do you mean I know that church? But yeah, I do, I do that shit all the time to my friends. I see them taking pictures. I'm like, where the fuck you at? And I'd be like, oh, you over in Greenbelt. And they'd be like, how, how the hell do you know that? I like recognize the Fridays in the back <laughs> or whatever. Like, I don't know, but it just it just knows some key key indicator. Like, I recognize that tree. Like, I, I don't know. I took a picture recently of some old school cars and the old school cars were in a street and the street had an island that divided, you know, north from south. I just took a picture and the caption read, I'm outside. And then the bulletin's not really. Right? Yeah. Someone sent me a message off uh Instagram and was like, so how'd you like the fair in Bowie? And I'm like, wait a minute, how'd you know I was in Bowie? Yeah. There there was nothing because because Instagram strips out the metadata of the picture because it takes up too much space and it makes the picture smaller without, without it. So how the hell did you know I was in Bowie? I started not to respond, but I had a pretty good time. So I told him I had a good time. 
So it's not just, it's just a superpower that people have. It's like, how do you know that this mm -hmm. building or this place is this place and all you see is brick Judge me. Welcome back, everyone. And Sir Nigel and I are here to deliver more voicemails. Just give me a second to pull these up. And here we go. What's up, y'all? This is Jalapeno J, a.k.a. Jared, one half of the hashtag Blackout Podcast. My J sends his love to you, J Del Negro, and you, Mr. Nigel. Hopefully, y'all are doing well. What's up, Don't Judge Podcast family, all the thousands of international and domestic listeners. Man, listening to y'all's most recent episode, uh, we were talking about, uh, you know, your job ratings. Uh, and, you know, at some point in time, having uncomfortable conversations. Uh, I had a very extremely uncomfortable conversation with my old boss, who was basically slid into position after my hiring manager, uh, you know, left the company. Um, I was the type of dude uh, and am the type of dude that I, you know, am hardworking, do everything that I need to do. I do more than is required because that's what my mom taught me to do. Uh, never sat down, was always moving, uh, making sure orders were placed, processed, and shipped. Uh, you know, anything that happened when it came to my, um, you know, job and not the category that I, that I managed, I was always on top of things. And then this new guy was hired who was supposed to be just a dude who was like my equal, ended up, Oh, no. He ended up, but we don't know where he ended up doing. What's up, me? That does what I do. Being that they turned it shipped, uh, you know, anything that happened when it came to my, um, you know, job and not the category that I, that I managed, I was always on top of things. And then this new guy was hired who was supposed to be just a dude who was like my equal, ended up, ended up being that they, turned him into my mini boss, which, you know, they just sort of told me one day, which was not the case. And I sort of went off on that. Um, and then they were questioning, you know, my, uh, uh, I don't know, they're questioning my work ethic. And I was like, bruh, there is no other salesperson, no other account manager in this whole business and this whole company that does what I do, uh, for my clients. Uh, for the business, out, even outside of my regular job, I, you know, was the engagement coordinator. So I made sure that, you know, the parties went off without a hitch, made sure I, I started a whole food truck Friday thing where we'd have random food trucks show up and people could sort of break away from the desk for an hour and have a meal. Uh, there was so much stuff, so much stuff uh, that I did, traveling to events, uh, you know, going above and beyond. And I sort of went off, and the blackness came out of me at that point because all these people white up in here. And you know what? Um, yeah, a few months later, they let me go. This was just before COVID, and that was the best thing that could ever happen to me. I'm glad the blackness came out finally. But I was like, bruh, I'm giving everything. Why can't y'all see that? Maybe they saw it, and they just didn't acknowledge it. But I say, do as much as you need to do and work on yourself outside because one day you'll find what you actually love. Anyway, I'm out. Me, myself, personally, 
I would categorize this as racism. Oh yeah, of course. This was this was the racism that they couldn't wait to share and explore on young Jared there. Um, you know the old adage, fuck your job. Yeah, because job. how your job feels is fuck you. You ain't nobody. And uh, sometimes it, it comes down the pipe and you learn it the hard way. I will also say, uh, never heard so much intensity in Jared's voice before. Oh, yeah. It was it was as he was telling the story. I think it it was it was triggering and bringing up the feeling that he felt when they uh, let him go and or added the gentleman to be his mini boss, even though he brought him on board and showed him what it was. He felt undervalued and underappreciated, and you could tell he still feels some sort of way about that job. And Jared, I'll say it for you if you if you won't say the fuck that job, Jared. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. you can tell. Yeah. You definitely but, can tell. You you, sh- you should deliver to them the first spices of hooks, rubs, and nut sacks and just sprinkle it <laughs> in everybody's coffee yes. at that place of business because uh, that's trash. So, Nigel, any, any, any thoughts of an experience similar to that? Oh, no, I've definitely had many jobs where, you know, like somebody comes in, it's supposed to be your equal, and all of a sudden they just get, like, promoted. And it's like, um, what? <laughs> now, I've even had worse where like I was doing their job and my job and then they got promoted and it's like well that's that that don't make no sense you, you know why they got promoted because you no, doing racism. their job yeah racism but you doing their job made them really efficient at whatever was left oh yeah thus making them qualified to be manager look man and even with that person that person was like oh I'm overwhelmed I can't do this job I'm thinking about quitting I got you I'll help you out don't worry about it I can handle it then they got promoted and they were like, well, we're still friends, right? No, we ain't friends. Heathen, Scarlet, Jezebel. <laughs> you stole from me, lady. You stole from me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I understand. Fuck that job. Fuck all jobs. However, we yet again have another voicemail. And, you know, I'm in a sharing mood. So here you go. Let's see what happens. Yo, what's up, guys? This is Jared, one half of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. I'm calling back now uh, while still listening to the show, and I'm, I'm sorry about my previous message. feel bad. Got real agitated. You know, got my feelings. Um, you are right to get within your feelings, Jared. Yeah, of course you are. We appreciate the feedback, and we appreciate that you let the world know how fucked up it was. Once again, fuck that job. Hooks rubbing rub the nuts at, sprinkling their kids' eyes. That's all I'm saying. You know, I obviously, you know, suffice to say, I really cared about the job that I had. Uh, and I really cared about the job that I had done because I, uh, you know, I, I did a really good job at that place. And, you know, it's all about work ethic. I had a you know, really high work, work ethic, um, you know, which some people recognized and some people didn't, um, you know, uh, and I guess that's the, that's the takeaway, you know, um, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, that job's over. Thankfully, now I have a much better job, much better path. Enjoy what I do a whole lot more now. Um, so, yeah, uh, shout out to my friends who are still at that old job because it sucks. Anyway. They suck. They st- they're still at that job. They suck along with the old job. No, no, no. No fond memories. Burn that bitch down in your mind, player. Burn mm-hmm. it down. And then sprinkle some hookah shrubs and nut sacks in their kids' eyes. 
your old friends, everybody gets it. Just run up to people and throw it like glitter. Blah! And it just, you know. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so I was listening, uh, continue listening and hear y'all talk about, uh, you know, the people that do with 57 or 67 kids and other do with like 20 some odd kids. Man, I'll tell you what, man, y'all don't even know, like, if y'all come to Utah, y'all see families where like, you know, eight to 12 kids is like a standard. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, Jedediah, you know, Obadiah, Ammon, um, you know, Amy, uh, Constance, I don't even know their names be, but it'd be a lot of kids, you know, and it'd be like one dad and he owns like some like really like, you know, obtuse construction company or, you know, financial company, something like that, backed completely by the Mormon church. And uh yeah, you see them roll up in the mall, it's like a whole gang of fools and they all show up in like a sprinter van or one of those huge Nissan ugly box vans or like a fifteen passenger van. Actually, one of my old coworkers, he had a 15-passenger van uh, because they had a 15-person family. Like, it was wild. Um, I don't know, bro. It's, it's wild, man. You come out here, you'll see big families like that as the norm, and the mom just be popping out kids. Like, just imagine, you know, 15 or so years of your life, every year you have a kid, right? Just imagine. I can't even, like you said, I can't even, like, I mean, I have two kids, and it's hard enough to remember one of their names when I'm calling on them. Especially when I'm mad, just imagine, you know, 15 kids. Like, it is wild. Um, yeah, so make sure you strap up. Uh, don't have more kids than you really want to. Uh, you know, God will bless you with what you need, but, man, too many is too many sometimes. Anyway, you know who it is, Jalapeno J. Hopefully y'all mamas had a good mama day. Uh, and I'm out. Peace. Uh, he should have left that voicemail for Nick Cannon because apparently he's expecting child number 10 soon. Yo, this man needs to stop. <laughs> Too many kids, man. He he has all the babies. And along with child 10 coming soon, there may be two or three more that are pregnant. So well, uh, you're doing too much. He he has done too much already. I'm surprised he doesn't live in Utah. I can see that. Even when they mention it, like it's like a common place. It's like, yo, that's that's too much, man. That's crazy. Yes. That that's ten whole people, ten whole personalities. Yeah, I couldn't deal with that. What? What am I gonna do with that? Like, I'm not even thinking about like the financial constraints, uh, because obtuse construction can handle the cost, but managing relationships with so many people that you cannot avoid. Oh yeah, definitely not. That is what? No, I'm gonna shut down. This is going to break me. There is no way. I will add, though, I recently came across an Instagram page of a woman that I kind of sort of know in real life. She got four kids, but I believe she is the exception to my rule because two of her kids are over 18. Okay. So in my mind, she only got two kids. Yeah, that's right. The other kids are just, they grown. They got their own lives. Um. but yeah, man, why, why feel bad for getting it out about that shitty-ass job that fired you, son? They let you go because they was wrong. Oh, no, but yet you wrong. feel bad because you felt some sort of way. That's, that's also, the, like, that's that's also 
that's how they like kind of set you up though because i mean they, they you know they, when they let you go like i mean you had this kind of thing where like you feel like you didn't you weren't successful it's not that you weren't it just you were angry which you had the right to be and then you were fucked over and i mean it shouldn't have been that way uh, i was telling i was telling someone just earlier today the best thing that ever happened to me in my whole entire life out of anything that happened to me was being fired from a job and that's for two reasons Reason one, tomorrow always comes. So them letting me go still let me know that I have to deal with tomorrow because I'm going to be here for it. And then reason number two, just because that let, they let you go and you've built everything up to be at that position at that point in your life doesn't mean that it's over for you because you still have to make a way. And a lot of people, and I'm not saying this in Jared's case, but a lot of people they, they set their identity for their career path and how they achieve and what they, they get into a, along their endeavors as far as professional uh, choices. And then when that breaks or when that, that gets disrupted, they don't know what to do. Trying to told you the thing you do is you get ready for tomorrow because it's still coming. Yeah. And you're going to be all right. Hell yeah. Fuck yo job because your job definitely feels like fuck you no definitely and I, I totally agree and i mean it's one of those things where like you said is in his case it's a better situation i know me i've been let go i think of one job i usually quit in, in glorious fashion um yeah but i'm happy i, I got let go because i mean i don't have to deal with it I'm, I'm right now working from home, looking like a scruffy bear. Fabulous scruffy bear. Mind Thank you. you. Appreciate it. It actually looks like you have two haircuts because of the headset. So it's just like you have a gentleman's afro and a gentleman's afro is combed backwards. Yeah. Um, and then behind the afro, it's kind of like a party afro, which is the wild and crazy afro. Yeah, it's definitely like in layers. And I, I don't know when this started either. I think it's the headphones. I used to have my hair looking a lot better. Um, I might have to try to figure out a new look. I, I think you should go with the gentleman's afro. Basically. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Just coming back, get yourself a tweed blazer uh, with the patches, with the elbow patches. And uh, do, uh, uh, what's the word? I'm dignified things. Oh, yeah. I can get down with that. Yeah, dignified things thereafter. That, that's yeah. that's a look for you because then it would make sense that you're sir nigel because you're doing dignified things in the world I'll what, do are, like that. what are dignified things i don't know um sitting on a park bench uh with a book but it's a journal and you haven't written anything in it yet you're reading from it dignified yeah with uh What's those blazers with like the the elbow patches? Yeah, was, <laughs> get yourself a tweed blazer with the elbow patch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. but only if you, if you get the gentleman's afro. Oh yeah, of course. Outside of that, I don't know. But Jalapeno J, aka Jared from the hashtag Blackout Podcast, left us a voicemail, and you can do so too. And all you got to do is call the number four one zero eight three five. I don't know the rest. I'm sorry. Here we go again. I'm never going to remember this phone number. 410-834-1562. Leave us a voicemail there. Say something nice. Say something sweet. And we'll play it on another episode, but we'll probably make fun of you while we do so. 
I don't know who needs to hear this, but yes, because y'all ain't shit. Um, I'm going to start off. Uh, read an article titled, What I Learned from Sleeping with Eight Men in a Year After My Messy Divorce. Pretty much the backstory of this is a woman was married for 22 years. The husband randomly came out and said, yeah, I'm having an affair. At which point she said, yeah, I can see that. The lust was kind of gone. We weren't really doing anything. Um, so I get it. Whatever. Get the fuck out. Right. So they have three kids. I'm uh, not sure of their ages, but 22 years, I'm assuming all of them are grown at this point. Which point and she's like, well, as soon as I got to my divorce, I jumped on Tinder. She didn't start it just boning and eating everybody. Uh, well, I guess eight guys. And uh, was like, well, I didn't really get to live in my 20s. So now I'm going to. Right. She's like boning these guys. And then she's like, well, you know, then after I had sex with them, I wanted to understand the mind of a man. So I started asking them questions. And I was like, that sounds like you get in bed with them first and then started wanting to get to know them. Right. But whatever. I'm not slut shaming. You know what I'm saying? So you're fucking all these dudes. Cool. Now, apparently she has a guy, but she's like, I don't want to get locked down so I can still fuck other people if I want. And I'm like, damn, you sound like a straight slut at this point. Again, not kink shaming. But then the problem I have with is she created a memoir. And she's selling it now, telling about her, I guess, year of fuckdom and wants other people to read her journey to discover herself, men, and how it like liberated her or something after 22 years of marriage. She got a divorce, went cock crazy, Mm -hmm. and uh, now she's writing a tale about it because... yes. Okay, um, whatever whatever tickles her pickle, sure, right? Yeah, but the uh, thing that was crazy, right, was the, that um, I guess she said like she was messing with someone, and the guy was like, yeah, you ready to go for round two? And she was like, I guess. And then she was like, while I was doing it, I realized I'm me now. I don't need to be complacent to my lover. She's, so she's I could have told her I could have told her no. Like almost like a sex in the city, right? Like, oh, I realized I could have told him no and kept it moving. And I'm like, she what? she is the hero in her own story oh, because yeah. she's having an internal monologue that has nothing to do with the moment that she's currently in. No. She right. is she is she has moved on to another stage in her life while receiving missionary thrust. Yes. That is. And brought a do, book. You, do you do you think that really happened or do you think she's embellishing to tell the oh, tale? Yeah, she's definitely embellishing. Like she probably uh, she might have hooked up a couple people. I mean, she wasn't like bad looking, um, but she wasn't like great looking either. But I'm assuming, you know, like you're 22 years. Like, I guess her ex-husband was 51. I mean, she's got to be like, I don't know, 40 something. I was like, you know, you're out here hooking up with dudes at that age. I mean, like, it, I feel like the game is easy. <laughs> like, you're not, you're trying to live this, like, 20-year-old lifestyle at 40-something. Like, your bounce back isn't there. Like, you go out on a night of clubbing on a Wednesday. Like, you're hurt Thursday and Friday. Like, I mean, there's no bounce back. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I definitely feel like it's embellished to make it sound, like, more entertaining for her to sell a book. Like, I can't imagine where it's, like, I think she said one where, like, they met, like, somewhere and it went back to his place. Now it just was like not thrilling at all. And it was just like, 
Well, she, okay. she, she's quite possibly a horrible storyteller. Like Maybe. these events probably all happen, but the way she tells it, it's <clears throat> like, I don't know her background or even anything about this woman, but there's a chance she's not creative at all. No. So to read the events, it might just be like, this is whack. Like even, even if it's not supposed to be like a fantasy romance, it's still gotta be entertaining. And I'm certain this is not an entertaining tale. It's just a tale. And, uh, you know, good luck. I'm, 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 I'm glad she, she feels liberated and she's out here to live as she chooses without having to conform to the idea that some man wants to be uh, in possession of her. No, 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 no. She wants to do what she wants to do, which is fine. I just hope she protects everyone's names and doesn't disclose the names of the gentlemen she's been smanging with for the mm. past year and a half or whatever. Except Jonathan is Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> and and to the poor guy who wanted to settle down with her and she was like, no, want to smang some more. Like you you missed the signs, man. Like you she wrote a book. You're in it. But oh, you're yeah. not you're not the guy for her. Like so you're probably the worst guy in the yeah, book. I wish I would be dating a girl and she wrote a book pretty much like, yeah, I'm currently kind of Kind of like serious, but not really. But I just want the opportunity to be able to have one night stand if I want it. I'm sorry, bitch. What? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the worst guy in the entire book. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Like, no. You're the one that's trying, and she's just like, eh, but yeah. other dicks, other dicks. And the thing is, he's probably like going above and beyond, which I, I don't know the whole story. I haven't read the book and don't plan on it. But it's like, um, he's probably doing like everything that the ex husband didn't. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she is just like, yeah, mm, I'm no, good. I'm good. I'm, In I'm which gonna... case, you know, nice guys are still finishing last. So you know what you need to do? Be an asshole. <laughs> I'm just joking. Or am I? I, <laughs> I wonder if the title of the book is I'm for the streets because yeah, I'm for the streets. That's exactly what the title should have been. She, she's absolutely interested in what's going on in these streets. Oh yeah. She's all for it. All for it. Headline reads, 22-year-old shot his mom on Mother's Day after an argument over an Xbox controller. The thing okay. is, he bought her an Xbox controller as a Mother's Day gift. Yes, I that. I don't think she was an avid Xbox player. Probably not. That definitely was one of those like... Um, Since you're not going to use it. Yeah, I'll use it. Thanks. I'll use it. What'd you say, bitch? And then he shot her. Yeah. Because niggas is wilding, yeah. You know, I was reading the story too, and apparently, like, he like chased her down. <laughs> I was like, here, happy Mother's Day. Yeah, this is some garbage. Me and my girlfriend are about to go out. And then he went to go get the gun at that point. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, that's that's wild, Joe. You crazy. You crazy. Wow. wow. No, real talk. That's really wild. But I guess in the same energy, uh, someone in Georgia got shot over the game of Uno. <laughs> I actually uh, have this one, too. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. Yes, it's all there. Taylor Grant is his name. Okay, well, go ahead. No, nah, you, you started I, it. I, I, didn't, started I didn't actually even look at the names. <laughs> Wayne beefing on these streets. You started to go for what uh, you know. I just I just knew that somebody got shot and the dude was like, I wasn't going to rat you out. But uh, now I am since I had to get a couple surgeries. <laughs> they like them uh skip use and reverse back to me hurt but it no. probably, probably hurt a hot a, a lot less than them slugs that nigga caught 
But you know, the thing is though, like I even feel like with that type of scenario, like I've never played a game where I was that maybe 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 Monopoly, but like I don't think I've ever played like a, a game, a card, well, spades maybe. Spades can get heated. I don't know about Uno. I just feel like I wouldn't give a shit. I just read a headline of a dude who shot his mom over an Xbox controller. People ain't right. No, you're right. People ain't right. It's just the, the long and short of it is like people are fucking crazy. The end. Nah, actually, right. not the. I'm sorry, not the end. Uno out. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Well, I guess it's not so. You want? I go. I go again. Um, I apologize again. Uh, I didn't know any names, so when I was scanning it, I didn't see it. Um, but oh, so Amazon bamming, but autocorrect changed it to bacon. So the Amazon's bacon. <laughs> Amazon okay? bacon. Amazon bacon. I mean, it might work because they're firing union organizers. Hmm. So you know how they just, uh, I guess uh, they had the vote where they were trying to unionize Amazon. Mm-hmm. Well, they just got rid of the people that helped organize it. Bye. <laughs> That's what happened to the one place in Queens. They fired the dude. He still organized the union and now he's the union president and that's how he makes his money. But uh, it doesn't mean that it still won't happen. No, I know. But it's still like, yeah, we voted to sing and we should have it. Yeah, no, y'all need to go. <laughs> Bezos made it known. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go, cuz. I say just, that as I just ordered two things from Amazon today. But I mean, it. like... But it just goes to what, what, what we've been saying this episode. Like, Fuck your job because that's how your job feels about you. No, seriously. I mean, the, the fact that like literally they can fire you without any notice, right? And then have you replaced within a week, but yet you gotta give a two-week notice. Like, mm. no, I don't. I don't need to give anything. I'm out. Bye. Especially if your company has one of those transfers, like they don't have like a, you know, like a you know, like they don't talk about whether or not like, all they can say is that whether or not you're hireable or not. You're still hireable. I mean, you didn't you didn't get fired. Mm-hmm. You chose leave. You just didn't do a two-week notice. Yeah, like I already got the job. Why do I care what you have to say at this point? Yeah, they, like, they made the offer. Yeah, I already got the offer, and honestly, I want a week off before I start the other job. So, so see ya. Now I can see somebody trying to use vacation. That's like, all right, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, what are they gonna do? Pay it out? Either give, either give it to me or pay it out. Yeah. So it, it's mine. Yeah. Fuck your job, because your job will fuck you. This is a capitalist society, and that means your company feels like any means to get them ends. Like they will do whatever to make the money. You are not important. So if you start a union that interrupts our flow of getting money, you know what we're going to do? We're going to fire your monkey ass. So this union will mean nothing for you. You are no longer an Amazon employee. So how are you going to be a part of it? Since you're leading it, uh, we'll probably, probably everybody else will fall off to the side once you leave, yo. Fuck your Maybe. job, everybody. Fuck yeah, your fuck job. They, job. They don't, they Do don't care you about you. Do what you can and keep it moving. Exactly. Get what you can and keep it moving. This person is no longer moving. Jacqueline Beard, an Alabama Department of Public Health employee, went to follow up on an alleged dog attack involving dogs owned by Brandy Dowdy. And those same dogs in turn killed her. Oh, wow. And when police arrived, the dog's bloodlust was not quenched as they were still attacking other residents in the neighborhood. 
the owner of the dogs, Dowdy, has been charged with manslaughter. Lady came out to investigate. Here's some bad dogs around here. Guess those bad dogs caught wind of it, found her ass, and made short work of her. That's it. I don't know how many dogs it was, but I think it was like four or five. And we're talking like massives, mastiffs and pit bull mixed breed dogs. And they were white. So it wasn't no nigga dogs. It was just some <laughs> good old country dogs that uh, mm. took this poor woman out. But that goes to show you uh, if it's my job to investigate if dogs are attacking people, should I be armed? Because I feel like I should be armed. Oh, yeah, I definitely would be. It feels like a job title, whereas you should probably have a gun. Whether it's the owners or the animals themselves, you should probably have a gun. I think so. I saw, and this isn't like a domesticated animal, but whatever, I saw a headline today where an army trainee, he might not be a trainee, but he was going through a training at the time, in an Alaskan uh, army base was killed by a bear. Okay. This supposed to be one of the baddest of the baddest people on the planet. He's in the army and he's training. Yeah. And he got killed by a fucking bear while it's training. Not like that, not like that motherfucker snuck up on you. Either, and, like it, and, it, and it wasn't like he was off and he like went jogging in the, no, he was in a training. Like you're the best with his other army cadets or whatever, doing their army yeah. shit. And a bear came out and killed his ass what yeah i'd be i'd be kind of upset so my point is why weren't they armed with like m16s and shit like that just ready to shoot the bear like on some gi joe shit like yeah. i'm gonna need my army person now to always have on like weaponry or some shit like that because my I man got taken who, out by a bear while at work i feel like somebody should have somebody they can't even bear. find the bear right they don't even know if it was a black bear or a brown bear the fuck yeah, like that- alaska has 10,000 black bears. I think the numbers I'm about to say are right. 10,000 black bears, a hundred thousand grizzly bears. What? You can't stop a grizzly. No, you can't. You can go booga, booga, booga and maybe scare a black bear, but a grizzly, your ass is grass. They should have been armed the whole time. Yeah. I feel like somebody should have had something like, I don't know. It seems it seems silly. Like, I feel like somebody should have had a grenade, if anything. Like, somebody should have had something. Snake eyes should have been watching these niggas from the trees Somebody, Like, somebody should have had something. There's somebody. Something. If you're in a place with 10,000 grizzly bears, you need a weapon. That's I'm sorry, 100,000 grizzly bears. You need a weapon. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah, no, real talk. Um. Oh. This is a classic. I love this track. Okay. So, Detroit man arrested for having 20 unregistered guns in his house. Now, you wonder how they find out about that. Well, guess what? This man was selling weed out of a vending machine, making $2,000 a day. He sold souvenirs. Mm-hmm. And so, people were using PayPal, Apple Pay, going up to this vending machine, buying weed from it. And going about their day. So that was not the crime. No. So the crime was him having all the weapons. Yes. Which I'm assuming somebody ratted him out. They looked at him, probably realized that he had a gun and realized that was the way for them to shut that shit down. 
because apparently that wasn't legal for what he was doing. So for the weed. if other people were to sell souvenirs from a vending machine, they could do that too. In Detroit, apparently. Wow. I don't know about here. I mean, different laws everywhere, but I think yeah. the souvenir game is a great business to get into to start generational wealth. Yeah. For your family. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, there you go. Just That's- think you have a you have a vending machine at the Walmart down the road, and you have another one at a different Walmart on the other side of town, and then you have more up like you can have a vending machine enterprise selling souvenirs now, all across yeah, your state. You could. Now he had it at his house. So that was another you run, problem. You run the risk if yeah, you, you run don't the have risk. it somewhere where there's no security. But, but $2,000 a day for four years, that's $2 million. For four years? Yeah. Ooh, something bad happening outside right now. Yeah, no, I peeped the siren lights. I was like, oh, shit. Some, somebody is ill because uh, a fire truck, I believe, just pulled up on ambulance. But, uh, oh. you know, yeah, stuff happens. Stuff happens. Yeah, stuff does happen. Um, Speaking of stuff happening, my last bit of ancient for this episode is the headline reads, a mother goes viral with an incredible tale of how she left her husband of 14 years for a near stranger she was convinced was her soulmate after one evening chatting at a conference, only for the other man to reject her. This is what happened. This was in the UK or Australia somewhere. Wife went on a conference for work, met a guy at the conference, and he was so engaging and so charismatic. And they had dinner together with the group. And she said from the moment she looked into his eyes, there was a burning passion in her soul or some other shit like that. And those two decided to have drinks at the bar at the hotel after dinner. They continued to to conversate and converse, whichever one goes first and share the drink and she just felt so much passion and that this was the man for her and she's never felt this way before nothing intimate happened there may have been a hug before they went their separate ways pleasure to meet you he went on about his life she went on about hers she went back home and two weeks later or maybe it was a month later she divorced her husband because she could not stop thinking about this man she went to find this man and he was like carol the fuck you talking about i don't want to be with you and Carol's out here looking dumb as shit because she fell in love with the idea of what this person is. And this person didn't even know that they were this person to her. He was yeah. just having a good time at the conference, not thinking much of it. Met some wonderful people. This was a great experience. I'm going to go back to work supercharged. But no, Carol found the love. I don't know if her name's Carol, but it is for the telling of this story. Carol mm-hmm. found the love of her life who doesn't love her back. This tells me one thing. Women are delusional as fuck because (laughs) there is no way, like, I I get it. A man will leave his wife for a blowjob. A man will leave his wife for a different set of titties. A man will leave his wife because whatever, but a man will never leave his wife because he feels like he's met the love of his life. It's never that. It's always something superficial women will make up a scenario in their head and run with it. And she ran full steam ahead. She had two kids. I mean, she's still their mom, but she left their dad. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, it's just like, just like the woman who's writing the book. It's, it's, it's delusion. This isn't real. This isn't how any of this works. However, 
you wanted to risk it all for a guy who doesn't think of you at all. That is nutty. That's nutty, Carol. Do do better. Do better. Yeah, no, seriously. And I mean, it's just, and to your point, like, I mean, why risk it? I mean, at least dabble. You know what I'm saying? Let's get our phone numbers. You know what I'm saying? But you straight was like, nah, I'm, I'm 100% sure. It is him. <laughs> and now, now you stuck out here looking real dumb. Stupid dumb. Like, oh, maybe you didn't love your husband anymore. Cool. That's a good reason to leave. But to you, you leaving is contingent on the idea that another person felt the same way you felt about them after looking at them. No, that's not how any of this works. No, you you lost. You lost big. And the only reason we know is because she's talking about it. It's not like he came out like, yeah, this crazy chick left her husband for me. Huh? No, that's it's her talking about it. Yeah, because she wants she wants people to side with her. (laughs) She's the victim here. Like that guy should have fell in love with her right away. (laughs) And since he didn't, clearly. There we go. This is an example of, of why young girls grow up putting posters on their wall of their favorite boy bands and why such and such is their favorite because he combs his hair a certain way and it's because women can be fanatical about things. And this is something to be a fanatic about. She was fanatic about this dude who didn't think twice about her. Did not. He might have paid for the drinks at the bar. I'm assuming because he's a gentleman. But he didn't ask to go up to her room. He didn't want anything of this. They went their separate ways. Yeah. No, the fact that <laughs> you dove in like that, like that says a lot. And uh, yeah, I mean, she got what she deserved. Single, no. maybe she needs to hit Tinder and you know try to find love that way. She's gonna co-author that book with that woman. Yeah, probably. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. For the streets and for the sheets, because she's sleeping alone tonight. All right. She's definitely gonna stick with us. Well, she looked like something. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I got this bouillon in my my ball koozie. You know what I'm saying? I I I, I treat you. I'll show you a nice time. Bouillon in my ball koozie. This week's title, everyone. One episode one eighty two. Bouillon in my ball koozie. Mm-hmm. So Nigel breaks all the hits. Yep, but that's all I got. It's all the ancient you got, sir. Uh, so I don't see any for why this week. So. Huh. That means it is the end of the show and the beginning of me thanking you all yet again for joining us in judgment. You were just listening to episode 132, Boo Young and my Balkuzi, starring Sir Nigel and J. Del Negro, or as I like to say, Day Jail Negro. <laughs> Remember, you can be a part of the show by email, phone, and or WhatsApp by doing one and, and or all of the following. Send us an email, don'tjudgepod at gmail.com. Hit the hotline at 410 410- a three four one five six two. Since our Nigel, a message on WhatsApp at the Don't Judge Me podcast. In closing, I just like to say, enjoy life. Do whatever you want with that life, just as long as you don't judge me for judging you. I remind you guys about our Instagram and Don't Judge uh, Twitter uh, at Don't Judge Pod. Uh, go ahead, you know, send us a comment, tweet. Uh, don't forget our, our WhatsApp, as Jay said. Um, you know, we, we want some content, guys. You know, so we want to engage with our family and friends. So come on. Let's hear it. 
I don't have anything crazy to say at the end. So, you know, tune in uh, for next week, which uh, is going to be kind of a uh, kind of fun. Next week's going to be a doozy, y'all. Don't judge us. But if we do, we, we understand. Mm-hmm. Peace out. Yep.